let's talk about rumors and gossip. It's a sad truth that most people indulge in rumors and gossip, even just a little bit, and I've been guilty of it myself. When put on a ship, isolated and bored, the rumorville can sometimes be quite busy. If you have found yourself as the subject of rumors, how did you handle it? If you gossiped about someone, why did you do it? If you heard a tall tale and did nothing about it, why didn't you intervene to stop it? Today, we're going to explore rumors and gossip on board and try to look at it from all different angles. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. While offshore and sitting at mealtime in the mess, a woman strikes up a conversation with a male coworker. She ends up talking to him for a while. A few days later, she hears a possible rumor. Another coworker is joking that she must be sleeping with the guy she had been talking to in the mess. Situations like this are unfair, and they sometimes happen. If you are the woman in this situation, what would you do? I wanted to explore rumors and gossip because it's something that I've seen throughout my career, and I haven't always known how to handle the situation. There have been times when I should have stopped it, where I was the subject of it, or I perpetuated it. Reading about gossip and rumors online, I learned that this is common. So how do we put an end to rumors and gossip? How do we make our workplace better for everyone? I asked my friend Erica Doremo to come on the show today to talk about rumors and gossip and what we all can do by looking at it from different angles. You probably know Erica from previous episodes. She is the founder and CEO of Two Peers Consulting. Erica worked offshore on and off throughout the last two decades. She's been a big supporter of women offshore and has contributed to our conference every single year leading a workshop. Two Peers Consulting tackles the issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion on two fronts. On one front, they help organizations assess and improve their current diversity initiatives and work with them to implement practical, functional solutions to improve business performance and effectiveness. My favorite part is what they do for individuals. For those currently facing challenging or unfamiliar work environments, they offer valuable support through individualized coaching, interactive group workshops, and more. So, with all that said, welcome, Erica, to the Women Offshore Podcast. I should really say welcome back to the Women Offshore Podcast. And please share, why did you want to come on the show to talk about this? Yeah, thanks, Allie. Um, Thanks for having me again. I love being on this podcast. So yeah, why is this a topic we want to talk about? Why is it a good fit for the Women Offshore podcast? I think for many of us that have experienced it, it's pretty clear to us that it's it's not an uncommon situation for gossip and rumors, uh, particularly when there aren't a lot of women offshore. So when there is a woman offshore, we're kind of like the, we draw a lot of attention, right? We, we're just different from what people are used to, perhaps, if they haven't worked with a lot of women before. And so 
um, it can create kind of a, a more fodder for for gossip. And also, I feel like in the offshore environment, you know, we're we're family out there, right? So boundaries can sort of blur between work and home life, and people can just be less guarded about what they're sharing or or sharing their thoughts, and maybe not quite on as good of behavior as they would be if they're in their you know nine to five office job because we spend so much time with these folks. Yeah, excellent points. I want to define what gossip is because I imagine that means different things to different people and it might change with cultures too. So what is gossip? How do we define it? I think that's a great question uh, and it's not a straightforward one. So there's not really like a black and white definition that we've found as we've looked into this. Um, And there's a lot of debate about what is gossip? What about if it's all truthful remarks, you know, but you're speaking about somebody behind their back? Is it gossip then? What about if it's positive, you know, is gossip always negative or can it be positive as well? And what if it's not really about personal stuff, but it's really focused on work or, you know, workplace topics? I think there's one common element and that is that it, you know, it happens behind someone's back. And the other primary question to be asking ourselves is what is the impact? So we don't need to get super clear on the definition if we're more focused on what's the impact. And if the impact is negative here, which often gossip and rumors have really negative impact, then then that's what's important. Yeah, focusing on that impact, I think is good. I've never thought about how gossip could maybe be positive. Um, maybe you have the intent of being positive, but it's interpreted as negative. Is, is that what this positive gossip is about? I mean, I think we have all had somebody new coming into the organization and the rumors start to swirl about, you know, oh, I've heard that she's a really um, tough leader or she really knocked it out of the ballpark on in her last role. And so th- those are kind of the things that I think about when I think about positive positive gossip, right? So what to do if you're on the receiving end? Say there there's something being said and, and you don't like it. How do you handle this situation? Well, first of all, I I think it can be very impactful to us when we are the subject of gossip or um, rumors. And usually there's a big emotive response right off the bat, right? We feel like we're the victim. We feel like we, you know, we've done nothing wrong. What did we do to deserve this? Sometimes there's an element of shame or embarrassment that we'll feel. And yet, right, we did, we literally did nothing wrong. Um, And we need to probably remind ourselves that this is all about somebody else and their behaviors and what they've chosen to do. So putting that in perspective, taking a breather, (laughs) doing your mindfulness practice, and really labeling your emotions for what you're feeling in the moment will just help you to respond more effectively. So that's the first thing I would say. Also, I think if you can understand where those emotions are coming from and, you know, perhaps you feel like it's all your agency has been taken away or that you don't have control of the situation, then it can really help to give yourself some perspective about, you know, in the broad picture, in the long term, what is the actual impact of this going to be? And again, that's setting you up so that you can take the, the necessary next steps. And so then the question is like, what are those next steps? Um, once you're in the right headspace and you've sort of understood your emotions, you've put it all in perspective, what are you going to do next? 
And that's where you have to decide, are you going to speak to people? Are you going to confront the situation? And confrontation is not a bad thing if it's done respectfully. I would advise if you're going to actually talk to the person who is the perpetrator, if you know who that person is, you know, bring your curious brain with you rather than your anxious brain. So go into it with an information finding mindset that you want to understand where this originated from and why rather than an adversarial mindset. And that can be kind of tough because this person just puts you in a, a difficult situation, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we don't always know the source, right? Right. And so asking those questions instead may get you further, maybe? <laughs> it can. It can also, if you start to explore with your teammates and say like, that's that's interesting that you heard that. Like, what do you think that originated from? Or why do you think people are thinking that? And really using your your curiosity rather than the defensiveness that we might default to. And if if you do find who that person is and they're really a bad actor and and or if you don't find who that person is, perhaps you never identify what the source is. Maybe it's not even one person, maybe it's just kind of little rumors starting from various people. I would definitely encourage you to tactfully take it to leadership in again a productive way where you provide information for them because as a leader that person is not going to want their team environment to be negatively impacted they're not going to want the the team trust to be negatively impacted and while you might be the victim of it this time or you might be the one impacted this time if it happens to one person it'll happen to other people and it's probably happened in the past as well so they just need to to nip it in the bud and they need to know what's going on yeah i I like everything that you said. I want to take a moment and share when I heard about a rumor going around about me and I was a little surprised. It came out of nowhere. I heard that some guy and I were supposedly romantically involved when we weren't. I was able to figure out the source of that rumor. At first, I was pretty angry and realized I needed to just take a step back think about this before doing anything. Then found the guy on board who was I, the person I was supposedly romantically involved with and let him know what had happened. I told him that we needed to figure out this together because I didn't want it affecting my reputation or his. And he agreed. He has a family at home, kids, a wife, and he didn't want something like this going around and affecting his job. He decided he was ready to talk to the person who had started the rumor, went directly to that person and let them know how he felt. Later on, I had that opportunity as well. And while we each got an apology and seemed to stop it, I think we felt comfortable with with not taking it to leadership at that point. Perhaps we should have. At the same time, it seemed like it was over and it hadn't really developed into anything. What do you think about that? We tackled it, but we did not take it to leadership. I think that you guys probably did the right thing in that situation that was right for you. And it's not... It's not always productive to take things to leadership if it's a one-off, especially if you're just establishing your trust with the organization. You know, you don't want to be seen as undermining that more. You know, there's always a risk that you'll be seen as kind of 
the troublemaker, the one that's causing trouble, even though really you're just trying to rectify a situation. So that's why if if you were to go to leadership in that situation, I would still say not to go with it as a complaint, but rather just like, hey, just for your information, there are there are issues in your organization about trust being undermined. But in that case, if it really seemed like it was a one-off and you guys were able to address it and you think that that individual will not will not do it again to someone else, then I think you're probably you probably did the right thing. And you raise a good point, which is explaining to that individual when you speak to them kind of what the impact was for you and for the organization. So how did that go for you? Did you what what did you discuss with them? I simply said that I was not happy with what was said about me and my coworker and I got an apology right away. It was actually a really easy conversation. The person acknowledged that they shouldn't have said it and wanted to develop this working relationship that that we had so that we could work well together in the future. It was really easy. Yeah. And I think approaching it from that kind of collaborative standpoint of like, I want to have a good relationship with you. And it's going to be tough if there are if you're spreading rumors. So what do we need to do to make this better? And like, maybe exploring why that happened? You know, is there something about the relationship that needs to be tended to, and they're lashing out in this way. So yeah, there are ways to approach that conversation that ends up with a really productive outcome. Yeah. And it was meant as a joke originally, which was another thing I found out in the conversation. I I didn't want, even if it was a joke, just to let it go. I felt it was so important to talk to that person, regardless of whether it was a joke or not. Yeah, I think that's important because often we're sort of tricked into putting our emotions to the side and just letting things go and going with the flow because things are just a joke. Unfortunately, whatever the intention was, it doesn't separate it from the impact. And sometimes that impact can be far reaching and it can really damage our reputations, you know, especially when you're trying to be seen as a professional out there maintaining boundaries, maintaining professional boundaries, perhaps you're, you know, you'll be in a leadership role next and you don't need your biases to be in question or your loyalties to be in question. So um, those impacts can be even more amplified for women in many cases. And I think you did the right thing, even if it was just intended as a joke. Thank you. Appreciate that. So I think it's important that we look at the situation of rumors from all angles, not just from the victim's point of view, but also being an observer or a leader, as well as being the perpetrator. Because I think we're all at least a little guilty of gossiping. So let's start with being an observer or a leader. What about if you are that observer or leader, but not directly involved? What should you do? Yeah, I think we, this is the position we often find ourselves in, right? We're in an organization, we kind of overhear the the proverbial water cooler gossip. And we just make note of it, don't engage necessarily, but we, we hear it happening. And I would say that for the good of ourselves and our own organization, we should kind of put a stop to it, make it clear that that's not that's not really cool. And you know, you might you might ruffle a few feathers the first time you say like, hey, we, we shouldn't be talking about somebody behind their back. But in general, it, in, it'll engender trust because people will know that you don't put up with that, but you don't do it either. And if you're a leader, this is even more so that you have a responsibility to your organization to ensure, you know, psychological safety and trust. 
And if you're allowing gossiping or rumors to go unchecked, then that's really undermining the fabric of your organization. It also just creates opportunities for perceived bias, you know, from leadership. If you know about this type of gossip and, and, and you just let it go unchecked. Stopping it at the source, stopping it right away, it's it's also important. And as a leader, you set that example. So now from the perpetrator's point of view, what if you're actually the one spreading the gossip? You might not have even been the person who started it, but say you're spreading it. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I think you were spot on when you said, you know, we're all a little bit guilty of it, especially because as we said in the beginning, we don't even know really what the definition is, right? So how do we know if we're doing it? And that's where we need to look at the impact. So many of us will hear exciting news about changes in the organization or people coming into the organization. What is our initial reaction to that? Do we kind of talk about them and and think about what the future is going to look like? We could start with selfishly. Why should we maybe not participate in this from a selfish perspective, and that's because it'll damage your own reputation. If you're somebody who gossips or partakes in rumors, then how are people going to trust you? Even if you're on the more passive side of it, you know, if if you don't if you don't set a standard, then that's always kind of questionable. And I think there's an old Turkish proverb that says, "Who gossips to you will gossip of you." Right? So, ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And I think if you if you need more motivation than just that selfish one, you know, the selfish motivation of maintaining your own reputation. If we think about what the impact of our words are on the individual and on the organization, if the individual who's the subject of the gossip, if they were to hear that, if they were to hear a recording of us talking about them, you know, what, how would it make them feel? And a lot of times we think like, you know, ignorance is bliss. They'll never know. And we all know if we work offshore, the rumor mill spreads fast and people hear about stuff. So we're all on a boat together. And I think, you know, fundamentally, if you're the one partaking, then you can ask yourself why, right? Why are you having to have these conversations behind someone's back instead of going straight to that person? If there's an unresolved issue, if there's something that they're doing that's getting on your nerves, if you think that they're doing something inappropriate, why are you not having that conversation with them to their face? Is it because your intentions are not actually positive? Um, is it because you want to undermine them because you feel threatened in the organization? Or is it because you're afraid of confrontation, right? It's because you're afraid of having that conversation with them and it's the easier way to have it behind their back. So having that kind of internal perspective, looking inward about why you're partaking in that can help you sort of get over that barrier and have more productive, healthier conversations. Yeah, a lot of self-reflection involved in that one. It always starts with me first. Yep. Anything else, Erica, before we wrap up this episode? No, I'm really glad that you um, chose this topic because I think it's something that so many of us have struggled with and it can really cause havoc in our day-to-day lives if if we don't know how to address it and tackle it. Absolutely. Life is hard enough. We don't need rumors making it harder. So glad we were able to tackle this together. Appreciate you, Erica. And I look forward to hopefully doing more episodes with you in the near future. Sounds good. Thanks, Allie. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, 
please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop. Make a donation or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there and I'll talk to you soon.